Hey, hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Advanced Relationship Podcast. Just Bryce here today. I wanted to jump on and discuss a hot-button topic that probably comes up in all relationships, not just intimate relationships, but any relationship where there's some sort of power dynamic at play. could be a boss, a child, a friend, a parent, doesn't matter. And the topic that I want to discuss with you today is gaslighting. How to spot gaslighting, what it looks like, and then how to stop from being gaslit, let's say. So the first thing that I want to point out is that we all probably do this on some level, either consciously or unconsciously. So even though it's very valid to be angry and upset and blame people for gaslighting, it's also important to look within and reflect on the ways that we might be doing this to others or even how we do this to ourselves. Because ultimately, the only way that something really sticks with us and hooks us is if we also believe it ourselves. So there's ways to work with this no matter what the other person is doing. So I'm not really sure when the term gaslighting began being used so frequently. It seems like it's just been in the last few years. And even when I heard the term, I didn't know exactly what it meant. I had to go research it. And to the best of my understanding, what gaslighting is, is when it's an attempt to erode someone's sense of reality so that they don't have as much confidence in bringing forward information uh, or leaning into any type of conflict because you're trying to make them feel insecure about their position or their way of thinking about something. It's literally challenging in a way their sense of reality. So this is like very deep psychological shit we're talking here. Some of the ways that it might be used if you're trying to spot it would be you just don't know what you're talking about. I know more about this than you. Oh, you know, remember that other time when you were wrong about this? I just don't think that this is your strong suit. You're too emotional. You're just not very smart. All of these phrases are ways to kind of get underneath even the issue at hand and challenge a person's way of looking at the world very intense and it's it can be so subtle in a way because we might take little jabs at each other here and there or be sarcastic i mean i see couples do this a lot where they'll take little jabs at each other which they're they're literally gaslighting each other but it kind of goes back and forth like a, a little sparring match so it, it's hard to even notice you might you might just sense yourself feeling uncomfortable if if you're around a couple that is doing this or or two people that that are doing this But this way of communicating can have a very deep psychological impact on the person that is being gaslighted. And the way that I see this show up in relationships is that one person can start to feel so insecure that they'll they'll start to want to reach out 
and take extreme measures to try to ground themselves in reality. So it could be secretly recording a conversation. It could be constantly reaching out to to friends and relaying the story of what's happening just so that they can get a little more confidence in the way that they're viewing the situation. And on the flip side, what can also happen is that the person that has been gaslighted can start to lose so much confidence in what they're saying that they just they literally do not trust themselves and they will give in to the gaslighters way of doing things or their demands and they'll take on this perspective even if it's not true so an example might be a man tells his wife that you just don't know anything about money and there's some shady business going on in the the savings account or the checking account and she gets so scared to bring it up and she's getting this message that she doesn't know anything about money and after a while she might actually start to believe that that what she's seeing is not real she's just seeing things right like even though money's tight and even though he's spending a lot and there's kind of money disappearing here and there it's really my fault because I'm not able to see what's actually happening with the money because I don't understand money that's the way that someone might take on this viewpoint and you can probably get a sense of just how confusing and frustrating this could feel for somebody and it makes sense to me why people might go to extreme measures to try to get at reality or escape the situation because our whole life is really based on our confidence in how we see the world and how we can make decisions. And if we don't think that we can make an education, educated decision that benefits us, we might give away our power to somebody else because we really believe that we don't know any better. And this is the way that people control others. This is the way that group leaders and cults um, control others is they get deep under your psyche and tell you you don't really know I do I see this come up in religion too and it's pretty much always a man and they're telling their group I can speak to God and I can relay the information and maybe you can too sometimes but ultimately I have the say over what's real what's true and what's not And the tricky thing is, is that people a lot of times don't even know that they're being controlled by this way of thinking. If you have a partner that's gaslighting you over and over and over, you might lose so much confidence that you can't even tell that you're being gaslit. I don't know if that's the right word. Gaslighted? Gaslit? And so hopefully that provides kind of a clear picture of what gaslighting can look like. Now let's talk about the antidote, how to combat gaslighting and I say combat not because it needs to be a fight but that often the person that is being gaslit is in a less powerful position or they're fawning over this other person they're trying to gain their respect or their love and I find often they need to pendulate from kind of this nice nice guy girl energy don't want to have any conflict 
to a more aggressive sometimes way of being and dealing with the conflict because they've been so passive for so long. So it's not necessary to go into the aggressive. I guess I'm just trying to give people permission to go there because if you've been pushed down for long enough, odds are there's quite a bit of energy there and it might come out somewhat explosively, but that's not necessarily a problem if you're not hitting, you know, if you do need to really stand up for yourself, sometimes that involves you raising your voice and getting clear and and setting a boundary and and standing in your truth and having your own back. So the 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 first step to combating gaslighting is to notice it. So you're getting a sense by just hearing me talk here and I encourage you to go do your own research on this is you need to be able to see when it's happening and how it's happening and when it started and what's it about. It could be that you've just lost all confidence in yourself on every level. It could be it could also be just in a few areas where you feel like this is happening. But I encourage you to put pen to paper and start to journal and assess what's been happening in the relationship and maybe even why it's happening, right? Like what would be the other person's motivation to try to gaslight you? Are they in a position with money or power to where as long as they control you, they can get some benefit X, Y, Z? And you might even also look at the things that you might benefit from by going along with it. So a good example might be if you have a boss that's gaslighting you and being somewhat emotionally abusive your benefit to just taking it and believing it and avoiding conflict would be that you get to keep your job and you get to keep the money and provide for yourself or your family. In a relationship, it could be the same thing where one partner is working and maybe you have kids together. So the benefit for you to play the passive role is you don't get into conflict. You don't get badgered or beaten over the head with how stupid you are, and you get to keep your family intact. I mean, there's probably some really big powers at play here. So once you've analyzed what this looks like and what the benefits are for them or for you to stay in it, in this pattern, I think the next step is to start to experiment with doing things differently. So the first thing that I would do is I would just acknowledge to the other person, hey, I have a feeling that there might be some gaslighting happening here, and here's how I see it playing out. And just kind of monitor their reaction to this, because if they're fairly open and concerned and they want to hear your experience, you're on the right track, stay with it, You might be able to reach some type of understanding just through that one conversation and you might tell them, hey, like, yeah, it's like when you say this or when you say that um, or it's around when we start to have conversations in this area is where I feel it the most. And and if you're in a fairly secure relationship and you have some skills and just some general kindness towards each other, you'll probably be able to start to navigate that even on your own. Now, 
if you are met with extreme defensiveness and more blame and more gaslighting and attacks and the person shutting down, you have a whole new problem on your hands because now there's something in the relationship that can't be talked about. So you're feeling a strong reaction to a situation and you're feeling maybe even like you're being abused and if you can't even talk about it, that's a whole nother layer of shame and fear that you might have to deal with. So in this case, if that's the type of reaction you're getting, I highly recommend getting another set of eyes on your situation. And this can feel really, really good for a person that feels like they are being gaslit. Because if you have someone that can come into the relationship and look at it objectively, hopefully a professional can do this, and they can point out exactly what they're seeing, and maybe you can feel more safe to bring your concerns, a skilled professional is going to be able to see and watch what's happening and corroborate your experience with reality. And it could be the case that your partner also feels the same way about you, that you're gaslighting them. So again, this isn't necessarily a perpetrator-victim situation every time, but often there is some power dynamic at play where one person is taking the bigger position and another person is taking the smaller position. And then the third and final thing I would do, depending on how step two plays out, is I would either create some agreements around how you communicate so that the rules are fair and that communication, space, all of that is shared and is fair. And to even put it down in writing so that when you go into conflict or there is a sarcastic jab, you're able to point to that thing that's literally down in writing and say, hey, that just happened and this goes against our agreements. And it might sound a bit silly to get that explicit, but I guarantee that someone that's willing to grow and learn is going to be okay with creating an objective agreement that you both buy into. The only reason that someone's not going to be willing to do that is if they're still trying to control the situation. And this could be coming from some sort of fear. It could be very subconscious. But as a relationship coach, I get really curious about someone who isn't willing to either have eyes on the relationship or create objective agreements and, cre and, and just basically create some structure to the relationship. I get curious as to why they are resistant to doing that. And so that, that's the way that it'll look if things are going well. Now, if things are not going well, let's say that you bring it up and they disagree, they gaslight you more, they're resistant. You say, hey, I want to get some support for this. I want to have a professional help us because I personally am not feeling that safe in the relationship. And they still resist. I think it's worth getting your own support outside of the relationship at that point because it's not going to get better on its own. Once these patterns get created, and if you're feeling insecure enough that you can't even really sense where your place is here, and you're questioning the way that you think and the way that you are, 
you might not even see how much damage has been done. And I think it's going to be really important that you get some outside help, reaching out to friends and family, sharing what you're experiencing. Hey, I noticed this pattern. I brought it up. I was met with this. I said I wanted to get help. They didn't want to. And most, I mean, even though our friends and family are not always like the best coaches, at least more people know what's going on because you don't want to deal with this in secret. And then ultimately, I think you do want to go get some support from a therapist or a coach and get an objective professional opinion so that you can decide how you want to move forward given that there's this lingering deep psychological rift in your relationship and intense insecurity that you're really unable to deal with. Okay, well just taking a breath here because I notice I get kind of hyped up when I'm sharing about relationships here and this is really fun for me and exciting and I care a lot about people feeling safe in relationships. That's what Jenny and I are doing here is we're really trying to help more and more people create secure relationships with their intimate partners and with their friends and family. So if you haven't already, if you want to get more involved, you can go to our Facebook group, the Advanced Relationship Community. It's a private group, lots of engagement in there, lots of knowledge. We're, we're very active in there answering questions and putting out useful info. If you're interested in working with Jenny or, or I, we have separate websites. My website is www.bricebauer.com and Jenny's is www.jennymorrow.com. And I will put the links in the show notes. We do individual and couples work as well as run men's and women's groups and retreats. That's our jam. I'm not really sure when this episode is going to come out, probably sometime around the new year. So I wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We will talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.